Hope your Christmas was good. Me too. Just happened. Yeah. Christmas. I'm not even here anymore. What? I've withered away. You're dead? Yeah. Oh, My no. existence has ceased, and I am no longer a corporeal being. So you're uncorporeal? I am incorporeal. Oh. Can I have some of your stuff? No, that's also incorporeal. What? Yeah. Even your bed? Especially my bed. Fuck. You got a big bed, and I've already got your old bed. Sucker. So I'm just waiting for when you get rid of this bed, or Mm. when you die, I guess. Mm. Do you have a will? Uh, No. I don't either. We should get wills. Should we talk about this on the podcast? I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Is it secret? I don't know. Maybe we're lying. Some... uh... Let's talk about the bureaucratic process of creating a will yeah. right after Christmas. <laughs> Two days after Christmas. Um, but Two yeah. Two days after Christmas, Christmas is when we're going to make a will. will. By now, now you should somehow realize that you had a will. will. I don't believe that, that everybody has even have a will, wills. except right now. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. Wow. Regular songsmiths, you and I. Yeah, you could call us a couple of weirds, Al. You could. Please don't. But no. you could. It would be really rude mm-hmm. if you did do that. That's true. Yeah. Anyway, um, I guess technically we're on break right now. But we're, we're on vacation. We're, we're doing making. We're having. We're having ourselves a little break, a little mm-hmm. holiday, if you will. Yeah, you can picture Josh and I on an island in Hawaiian shirts, drinking out of a glass with an umbrella in it. We're not doing it, but please imagine. Yeah. And uh, one of us is like looking up at you saying, I could get used to this. That's true. And then it fades to black. Mm-hmm. Could you get used to that? Yeah, probably. You I mean, seem hesitant. I mean, provided that I also have like all of my, like, as long as I have my computer and video games, <sighs> then yeah, that sounds oh great. God, I can't believe you can't even just enjoy this one fantasy for 10 no. seconds. Then no, I wouldn't. I couldn't get used to it. No, I mean, I'm it, stuck on a beach and I can only drink alcohol. No food, no water, no no. Do you think that that's the only thing you get to do? Yeah, there? you are in stasis, Josh. That's not at all what those fantasies are. It's uh, supposed to just be relaxing, and you get to do whatever you want. No, I like to look at it as in a drab kind of way. Okay, so you think that those people never eat? They never go to the bathroom or anything. They can't they're, leave. They're literally sitting there. They're literally out of stuck an, in that very un, moment in time. Unending drink. Mm-hmm. Honestly. If that was going to be an unending moment, I think that's a pretty good one. Because hmm. I think, and the reason why I think, and you might think differently than this, and we can get to whatever podcast bullshit we're going to talk about sure. in a minute. But if that's the situation, you have to relive one moment over and over again. I think that would be a good one. Because even if it was like a video game or something, playing that one little section of a video game must get very, very old, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. But something about like a wave... Or like being on a beach or like being out in nature somewhere. I feel like there's so much 
happening. And it's also so relaxing at the same time that that would be one that I would want mm. to, if it was going to be a moment, like every 30 seconds, it's the same 30 seconds again. Mm-hmm. I would want it to be something like that. Mm, okay. And then you never have to worry about like getting a sunburn. That's true. But if I was playing like a video game or watching a movie, I would probably go crazy because it's just that same 30 seconds happening again. That's true. There's only so much you can do with that with that, in that mm-hmm. same point. Hmm. What do you think about that? Well, it reminded me of a video game that released this year. I believe it's called Before Your Eyes. I don't really know too much about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a game that is about memories and the idea that like moments are fleeting And so the game as its input method uses your webcam and like it tracks your face. And whenever you blink, the game will progress forward in time. And so the, the idea of the game is that like you live through like this character's experiences and like kind of like a life flashing before your eyes kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can only view those experiences for as long as you can keep your eyes open. And once you blink, you move on. Hmm. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. I don't really know anything about it other than its input method because it sounded pretty interesting. But that's just kind of what that reminded me of. And I wonder what you would think of that game. Because I think it's pretty short, too. Are you talking to me or are you talking to the listeners? Uh, You. Okay. Sometimes I have a hard time telling. <laughs> that's fair. But I'm talking to you. Okay. And I mean, it makes sense. You're looking at me. But mm-hmm. also, I mean, there's no... But sometimes I look at you when I address the audience. Yeah. So. Um, anyway, what is this? Me? This is your office? This is 40. This Oh, this is us at 40. Is that what the movie is called? No, it's called This is 40. I was okay. thinking of the show This is Us and okay. combining them. Mm, okay. Uh, I think, no, I think that would be an interesting game. Yeah. I honestly, the first thought that came to my brain was what if you blink real fast, real quick? Like, is it over? Uh, Probably, yeah. Hmm. I think the idea is that, you know, you, I think the idea is that as long as you give the game, like, you know, the attention that I believe is is due, uh, you won't want to blink and you will physically strain yourself to just like live in these moments. So I've heard from people that have talked about the game. Maybe I'll pick it up. I don't know. Hmm. That's interesting. I like that that idea. The idea of a game watching me with a webcam is kind of wiggy, but I understand. Wiggy. It gives me the the wiggles. <laughs> gives me uh the 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 scaries a little bit. Hmm. Just because I don't like the idea of something, which I it's not really that different, I guess, than being on like a Zoom call or anything. No, you're it's, giving access to it's just it. Just an input method. Yeah, I don't know something about it. Just in general, webcams. I don't uh. Don't love them. Hmm. That said, I don't have like a piece of tape over mine or anything. Yeah. On my computer. I also don't understand. I don't understand that at all. Anyway. Anyway. What is this? What is this? You may be asking yourself. If you're a new listener, probably choose a different first episode. Weird episode to start on. Um, you freak. But perhaps the title had drawn you in. I don't know. I don't know you. But if I did know you, you know what I would say? Uh-uh. I would say... Welcome to the club. And you can join the exclusive club over at patreon.com slash NES underscore pod. Oh, fuck, Josh. You ABP. Always be plugging. I always be plugging, baby. Uh, so, yeah, this is this is just kind of like a, just a new thing that we're trying out. Um, a new thing that will live on Patreon. But here's, a, here's the first episode that we recorded to uh, whet your whistle, so to speak. 
Um, the idea is that Paul's going to watch some anime. I'm going to watch some TV shows. We're just going to talk about it. That's literally it. Mm-hmm. It's our own little media podcast. Yeah. We, uh, we both are kind of choosing things. Uh, yeah. Like this first episode is anime that I watched. Um, and then, you know, we'll have some TV shows and then we might even branch out. We talked about maybe doing some music or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we're leaving it pretty open-ended. Yeah. Pretty open-ended. Fun. Just, yeah. uh, you know, because I, as I think, I don't know, I can't really speak for you, but for me, uh, doing this podcast, I realized like how little of a Venn diagram we kind of have in terms of interests. Yeah. It's pretty wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Knowing each other for so long and realizing, I guess we don't have that much in common, really. No, no. I mean, at least interest-wise. Yeah, we've got a few things in common, but yeah, we have maintained a, a pretty close friendship despite yeah that that Venn diagram. <laughs> yep. Uh, so yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, I probably explain more about what happens in the actual episode that will play after this little bit that we're recording now, but in the event that I don't, um, this is the three-episode rule, which comes from. Uh, I don't know. I don't. It's a biblical term, I it, think. Yeah, Old Testament. Mm-hmm. Um, New King James, Old Testament. Um, New King James, Old Testament. And the idea is that you'll generally want to watch three episodes of an anime to see whether or not the premise is something that you're interested in, whether or not it grabs your attention, and whether or not you think you would continue to watch the show after what you have seen after three episodes. So, uh, generally, well, for anime specifically, it's the first three episodes, but, uh, for some other stuff, it's just going to be a handful of episodes that are curated, especially if they're more episodic, Mm -hmm. you know, um, which does lead into some other stuff that we've watched. Uh, but yeah, for this one, Paul watched, we watched the first three episodes of Death Note and I am specifically picking shows that I think are good. (laughs) I would hope so. Yeah. I mean, I'm. I, there is, I, you know, unless, unless you really, really wanted to see the first three episodes of, I don't know, Sonic X. Is that about the hedgehog? It is. Really? Yeah. And it's an anime? Yeah. Huh. The, I, the show's not great. <laughs> so I'm not going to pick it. <laughs> okay. It's a waste of both of our times. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's just kind of what it is. Um, so this is the first episode of that. And the rest of the following episodes of this, which does not have a schedule, they'll show up on Patreon whenever they show up, mm-hmm. will be on Patreon. And that website is, Paul? www.patreon.com slash N-E-S underscore pod. Exactly. You can head over to that URL and give us some money. You got, it's after Christmas, you probably got some cash. Oh, you know what we should have done is we should, well, actually, can you gift Patreon subscriptions to people? I have no clue. Wouldn't that be annoying if we gave people like one month Patreon subscriptions, <laughs> like as gifts for Christmas? That really would, because how does that benefit us? Well, it doesn't, but also it's only like $3. So Yeah, it is only $3. <laughs> it's so. a shitty gift. Like, hey, you can listen to us talk. Yeah. So if, <laughs> you, if, you ha- if you got some money for Christmas, hey, throw some of that our way. Yep. That's it. Well. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you sometime maybe in January whenever we uh, figure some stuff out for the show. But we'll keep updating Patreon. Yes. So there will you, be episodes up there. If you're dying to listen... Go on there. Mm-hmm. It will save your life. Enjoy. <laughs>
Patreon listeners. Hi. Welcome to a new thing we're doing. This is a new this is a new show. Yeah, what oh we should have figured out what we were gonna call this. I have you thought about it at I all? I did. I think we can just call it three episode rule. Three episode rule. This is a new show we're doing. Exclusive to Patreon. Wow. Except for when uh we can't record an episode, then some of these are gonna go out on the main feed. Well, do you don't have to say that? Cut that out. Cut it out, Paul. Cut it out. I'm sorry. I won't I won't question you again. I meant edit it out. What? And cut it out. I don't need that snark here. <laughs> yes, sir. Ow. Uh, ah. Sorry, I sat on a thumbtack. Oh. <laughs> you mean a pin? Ow. Yeah, I sat on another one too. Uh yeah, this is a new show. Uh in order to uh I don't know, have some have some other things show up here that aren't necessarily just kind of the the same old things. We'll, we're still going to do them. Don't don't get that. Don't don't get any uh don't cry. Don't cry. Yeah. yeah. So we've been blowing up on Patreon so we need to uh <laughs> we need to expand a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um so the idea for this whole show it's really that I want, I just want to know Paul's reaction to anime, yeah. but I feel like it's not fair uh, for me to, for this to be a one-way thing. So I also imagine like, oh, I, I plan on, you on know, trying like, to get you to, oh no, not, you don't have to things. try. I will. I imagine, I don't know, like X-Files or Fargo or something. I'll watch three episodes of, and then. Oh, those weren't even the ones I was thinking of because oh. those are just too easy. Those are perfect. Oh, so. all right. Well, I don't know. Well, <laughs> I'll okay. do something a little more challenging. Josh. Challenging. All right. Well, that that'll be interesting. So, the name of the show, three episode rule, comes from some like some vague rule of thumb with a lot of anime, because there are so many new shows that come out every season, a season matching up with like actual weather seasons. Um, oh, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. Four. Uh, but every season, you'll get you'll generally get like twenty plus new shows. Some of them are brand new. Some of them are uh, like a second season or a second part of a season, etc. Um, so there's just too many to choose from. And for people that really like to keep up with what is currently airing. The three episode rule kind of came from like, well, if a show can hook me in three episodes, then I will probably continue watching it every single week until it finishes out the season. So that's kind of where this comes from as a gauge of like, okay, I've watched three episodes. Will I continue watching it? So that's kind of the premise of this show. So I have I have curated for Paul uh, a bunch of anime that I think have a very strong beginning and that I think Paul would also like. There are some that I think are going to be out of your like for, uh, like realm of interest. Realm yeah, that probably. Um and yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm just curious. We'll just talk about them. We'll discuss the episodes and then I'm just curious at the end of all of this whether or not you would consider continue watching it. Doesn't mean you will or you have to. But just to entertain the thought, so that's what uh, that's what this show is. We're doing we're doing TV now. Yep, we're on TV. We're on 
television. Um, Maybe we should try to get a show on the uh, the public access stuff. Oh, yeah. Actually, I think less people would watch that than listen to this. Uh, yeah, I, definitely. It's a lot less accessible these days. Mm-hmm. Do they do any of that online? I'm very sidetracking this I don't know. You know, I feel like... I feel like you should be able to stream public access from, like, MCAT's website or something, right? You'd think so. Otherwise, nobody's watching that. That's very true. No one has TV anymore. Mm-mm. Well, I mean, people might have, like, the antenna. I, I mean, guess. I... Which, I guess that might be the only way to watch it on TV. I, I'm going to be honest. I don't, know how to ac- I don't know how to access public access television. I haven't really thought about it either. It must, it must be streaming. I don't know. Maybe. I'm not sure. Um... But yeah, if that's it's streaming. I'll be screaming. Oh for no! More. Oh no! Paul's always yelling at the river. I want more TV. <laughs> that's a combination of uh, Cartman from South Park and me as a middle schooler. <laughs> you mean they weren't one in the same? Mm, yeah, actually, Josh, I, I've had this bombshell that I've been meaning to drop on you for a while. Cartman from South Park is based on me in middle school. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. I always knew in the back of my mind yeah. that that was the case. I'm always saying, I'm just big boned. <laughs> and uh, eating cheesy poofs. Yeah, that's true. You're always telling your friend Kyle to shut up. Yeah. And that's it. That sounds about right. You know, that makes a lot of sense. And aliens stick shit in my butt. That's true, too. But that's... Uh, <laughs> That's the anime I was supposed to watch for today, right? South Park? <laughs> yeah. That, that's, that's an anime? That's this episode's anime. Yeah. No, this 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 episode, uh, I had Paul watch Death Note. I feel like there should have been lightning striking there, because this was a dark TV show. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, Are we so just going to get right into it? I think so. Um, right. I have like some introduction stuff, like uh, okay. for, you know, I, I... Should I keep interrupting? Yeah. Okay. So anyway, shut up, Kyle. <laughs> I'm gonna do the hackiest fucking shit I can. It's gonna do Cartman voice and uh, maybe some Family Guy jokes. Get some Stewie in there. Yeah, Roger. Let's just get the whole all Who's of Roger from oh, American from Dad. American Dad. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, like I said earlier, I picked I a bunch. I don't think I could of... name a single Roger bit. I'm sorry. I'm done. Rod, I know that I know he dresses up as different people, but I yeah, I it, couldn't. He's very effeminate. Oh, that's the other part of it is that he's effeminate. Well, and he's an alien, right? And he's an alien, and he regularly will just like shoot goo from his sides. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. I used to watch a lot of American Dad. I really liked it. <laughs> All right. Anyway, we're talking Death Note. We're talking Death Note. So, like I said, I I picked a bunch of shows that I think have a strong beginning. So like I'm I'm very purposely not like putting like the first 3 episodes of like One Piece or Naruto because I feel like those episodes are not necessarily representative of the rest of the series, you know, like for One Piece in particular, the first 3 episodes do not very well represent the following 997 like it, it, it's they're two completely different things. So a lot of what I've chosen, like so for you, that show, they're almost at a thousand. It is past a thousand. I have just recently watched episode one thousand one. Wow, that's exciting. It is. It was very exciting. Good for them. Hmm. Uh. So yeah, I thought particularly with Death Note, it, it had been a couple years, a few years more than that, I think, since I've watched it. But I do remember, like, okay, you, it's it's a short 
it's a short series. Like there's not a lot of episodes to it. I think there's like 20 something. And so the first three episodes kind of really get you, it, it really gives you a feel for what the rest of the series does. And rewatching it again for this, I am glad that I was right. You do really get a lot of the feel for like, oh, okay. I kind of get an idea of like what the tone of the show is, the basic ideas and where it might go. Um, so to start off, Death Note is a Japanese manga series written by Tsugumi Oba and illustrated by Takeshi Obata. The story follows Light Yagami, a teen genius who discovers a mysterious notebook, the Death Note, which belongs to the Shinigami Ryuk and grants the user supernatural ability to kill anyone whose name is written in its pages. First published on December 1st, 2003, the series ran for three years, spanning 12 volumes, with the anime that we just watched premiering on October 3rd, 2006. Wow. Yeah. And I watched it on Netflix. And you watched it on Netflix. I watched it on Crunchyroll. <clears throat> Did you watch subbed or dubbed? I imagine dubbed. In English? Uh, yeah, I watched it dubbed. I watched one episode in English. Honestly, not that bad, I thought. I, I, I couldn't, I, did, I didn't. Watch one subbed it also. I don't know the difference. That's fine. A lot of times the English voices in anime are just, they they don't necessarily capture, I think, the right tone. Mm -hmm. And I think it's, be, it's, I don't know. Dubbing over anime is a very complicated process that I don't know too much about. So as much as I do criticize a lot of dubs for being bad, I also recognize like it's kind of difficult. But there's also... A lot of instances where it's done correctly, where sometimes it's like, why can't you just do what they did? Mm -hmm. But uh, anyway, overall, what are your impressions of of what you watched? Uh, overall, I guess I it was very serious. It's very serious. It is show. a very serious show. Ain't nobody cracking wise, virtually at all. No. Sometimes the uh, the death god guy he he was he was making a little joke every now and again he he provides levity throughout the the series yeah just just a wee bit um but boy i i cannot stand this main character guy he really is, he's so annoying to me what makes him annoying to you he is so he's just like really confident and cocky and also like and which i get is like the point of his character is that he's like a, he's a super genius he's immature but also like the super genius thing I don't know. I just, I never really liked those kind of characters, mm, really. Okay. Especially when they don't have any, he seems kind of one dimensional to me. Like all he cares about is I am, I am the best and I am the greatest and I am right all the time. And that is just basically what he says anytime he speaks. And I get that like, he's not supposed to be like a hero, but it's also annoying. And it, I wish there was more to him than that. Yeah, I I agree. <laughs> like he's I, like, pretty flat he as should a character. Do, like it would be nice if when they started, like he maybe even had like a friend or something. So then, like when he starts not hanging out, or when he starts just hanging out by himself, it's more of a like disconnect or something like that. I don't know. I just was like, oh, cool, lonely guy finds notebook mm -hmm. and is now very school now his shooting. ego is very inflated. Yeah, yeah. No, I definitely get. I think. There, there are some things where it's like, not that this excuses how flat of a character he is, but I feel like when you're a teenager reading this or watching this, 
you probably are just like, this guy is the coolest fucking guy ever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I could see you know? if being like 14 and, and reading this. It's like, oh, yeah. yeah, I would I would do the same thing. Especially if you're, I, specifically, I could see being like an American teenager reading like the manga and being like, wow, I am so interesting and cool and smart just like this guy. Mm-hmm. Like, I could very much see the appeal in that. Um, I, you know, there's a non-zero chance that I had the same thought when I was a teenager. Because I think mm-hmm. Death Note may have been the very first manga I bought with my own money. Because um, I remember, like, I remember wanting to start reading something that didn't have an anime. Mm-hmm. Or at least that I hadn't seen. Um and I was like, oh, I've heard of Death Note, and I think it's popular, so I'll check it out. And I was like, I flipped through the pages. I think I got it at Borders. And I was like, I just flipped through the pages. Like, okay, oh, Borders. I'm Hastings, buying this one. Older, different cousin. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's older. I don't either. But two peas in the same pod. Mm-hmm. A pod that is now dead. <laughs> dead pod got plucked off and uh, just withered. Withered and crushed into the ground. Um, but yeah. Very interesting. Um, Your thoughts, but and, and so and also, uh, I guess I I did find the uh, the world building was kind of interesting, like with the whole like I, I'm still a little confused about it. And I guess I I only watched the first three episodes. I didn't go any further. Yeah. So that perhaps they explain more, uh, which definitely some of the questions I had like in the first episode they answered in the second one or the third one or something like that. Um. But yeah, I thought the uh, the Death God guy was was kind of cool and funny. Um, I'm interested in that world that he comes from mm-hmm. and how it really relates to the human world at all. Yep, because it seemed kind of like at first I was like, wait, why is there even why why is he even like around the human world? I didn't really get it. Um, but yeah, he was kind of interesting, and I kind of wish there was more development for anybody else in the show, like the kids parents at all mm-hmm. um like anybody in his family they all seem very like one note like ah little sister like loves her older brother and thinks he's really really cool and smart um mom is like super proud but doesn't really do anything at all dad obviously is a police commissioner but um i guess he got more chance to grow just because he was he had other scenes apart from mm-hmm. the son um, what else? First impressions. I'm trying to think first impressions. Let me, let me look at my little old notepad here on my phone. Yeah, for sure. Do you want to kind of just like run through just like really quickly, just like the thoughts on each episode? Cause I did kind of have like brief notes per episode. I don't know if that's what you did. Yeah, yeah, I did. Let's just go in order kind of, let's just do like synopsis maybe just like. Yeah, for sure. So let's start with bit. episode one. So episode Great. one starts. I want to start with episode two. Okay. So episode two. <laughs> then we'll go back to one. <laughs> In case anybody hasn't seen this, it'll be really confusing. Mm-hmm. That's true. And that way we can avoid spoilers for episode one first. That's true, because in case maybe they saw two first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I'm just kidding, Josh. We'll do episode one. Okay. So episode the one. The Menace of Star Wars. Starts off with- Gungan fight. Gungan fight. And Qui-Gon, I think he was kissing someone. Yeah. Qui-Gon is kissing somebody. They never tell you who- but he's kissing someone. I hope that character comes back in a new Star Wars. Me too. Episode oh, can't wait. 10, Qui-Gon's <laughs> Kisser. <laughs> um, yeah, episode one of Death Note. Starts off, uh, like you're mentioning, we start off in a world 
that is not our own. Um, we see a bunch of demon-looking characters. They all are just kind of hanging around. They're gambling. I think later you find out they like gamble with teeth or something as like their currency. Teeth, huh? Yeah. Just like us. Just here on Earth. <laughs> just like us on Earth. No, there's really no difference. Yeah. Um, and then do you see? I think you see him drop the 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 Death Note, the notebook, right? Something uh, like that. Maybe you do. I I it could it was early enough that I probably wasn't paying attention exactly. It's, I mean, to what same with doing. me, but I think he I think he just like I think you see him do something because it transitions to like the real world. Mm-hmm. And then you like are at a, you see you're at a school and you're like in a class like blah blah blah. Main character, our main character Light, uh, looks out the window and he sees a notebook fall on the ground. It's like, who oh, was that? Which is kind of wild. Like that part. So he's in class. He's in like the top of a building, a very tall building, mm-hmm. and he just sees like this notebook like fall down. This dude's like hyper observant. Mm-hmm. Like that's that that part was noticeable to me. The thing that I was really confused by. Is that the the framing of that scene makes it seem like he could read the text on the book as it as was it falling? Yeah, it's that, like that there's no like way that. at at a an object that is falling at nine point eight meters per second per second with text. It's a normal size notebook. Yeah, with text that small, there's no way he can read that. And he he wasn't like like watching it fall. He like was like kind of like just like side around and then like was like oh a book is falling. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Which I guess, depending on where it fell, and it could be plausible that like, oh, I mean, it fell straight down, so there's no way that someone threw it off the roof or something. You know, I, we'll we'll give him we'll give we'll give the writers a benefit of the doubt that like, you know, from his location and what he knows about his surroundings, it seems weird that it fell that way there. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I mean, I I just. If I was doing it, I probably would just put them on the first floor or something. It seems easier to see something on the first floor than the, like the ninth floor or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Uh, um, yeah. That is one thing that you may start noticing about like a lot of anime is that they just kind of will hope that you'll just go along with things. That's fair. I watch a lot of sci-fi and that also happens yeah. in that. Um. Yeah, so after that, uh, there's a scene where he goes out and he's just like, all right, let's go check out what fell. He looks down and picks up a notebook. It says Death Note. And he's like, what the fuck? Opens up the first page, reads some rules about it on the inside cover that says anyone whose name is written in this will die. Mm -hmm. And just like, ha-ha, funny prank. Throws it back on the ground, walks away, and he's like, unless. Which, I don't know. Would you pick it up? After reading that? Yeah. I might throw it in the garbage, honestly. I don't think I would have picked it up. Or, I mean, I would have picked it up, but if I read that, I'd probably be like, oh, yuck. I would... I mean, I'm not interested by that. Like, I'm not much of a... I'm, I'm certainly not somebody who's looking to kill a lot of people. <laughs> and I'm also... You not don't like, want to create your own utopia by means of killing other people? <laughs> definitely not. Um, and I also am not even the kind of guy who's really like... Like, I'm no, like, metalhead who even, like, likes that kind of stuff on, like, a... Not not necessarily a satirical level, but like as on an aesthetic level where it's like kind of fetishizing like death and stuff like that. Like that's not mm-hmm. really my scene. But also I probably would have just been like, well, I've picked this up and it it's like an old dirty notebook that clearly belonged to somebody. Also, it's kind of creepy. I'm just going to toss it in the trash can. That's probably what I would have done. What about yeah. you? I don't know. I mean, I would look through. I would, pro- I would, I feel like I would take it. And keep it and just like, well, what if? 
And then I would be scared after that. <laughs> like, it would be scary no oh, matter what. Oh, okay. That's well, a creepy thing to find. Yeah. But I definitely would... Uh, I don't know. I want to... I, uh, it's hard. It's hard to detach myself from just like having seen this whole thing. Of course, it's hard to detach myself from like, yeah, of course I'd do it because I've seen the anime, mm-hmm. you know. But if I had no knowledge of this concept at all, eh, I would probably do it if I was under the age of twenty. Mm, yeah, I wouldn't do it now. I was like, what the fuck is this? This is dumb. Right, and I I understand too that like part of the. The whole plot is definitely like, oh, when you're a teenager, you're so sure of yourself and your like moral values. Yeah. And then you realize as you get older that it gets more gray. Mm-hmm. But, um yeah. This uh this motherfucker was pretty e- eager to, to to try it out. To kill somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no. So the thing that I really like about this first episode is like it, it it's pretty quickly paced, right? Like as far as kind of the premise of the show. So like he finds a death note. Immediately, you learn its rules, right? Like its basic rules. Like write someone in, write someone's name in here, and they'll die. Mm-hmm. Like you immediately just get that, get that sense. And then once his curiosity is peaked, he's in his room. He's watching TV. So you're like, what? There's like this is just a prank. Unless no, it's got to be just a prank. But what if? While he's like watching the news, um, he's watching the news on the TV in his room, and there's a report of like a hostage situation where someone has taken teachers and school children hostage. And he's like, all right, well, if I'm going to kill someone, I might as well be a criminal. Let's see if this works. Writes down. Uh, oh, I think in the rules also said like, you need to know their name and their face so that we don't mix people up. That's a very mm-hmm. important rule. Um, Which I, I like that rule. It makes a lot of sense, but I can also totally picture somebody like having written this book and like showing it to their friend. Like, what do you think? And it's like, well, wait, how do you know it's not like just somebody with the same name? And they're like, oh, uh, let me write in this extra rule real quick. I'm So there's a lot of extra rules. There's tons of rules about how the Death Note works mm-hmm. that gets explained in much later episodes. And I feel like a lot of those rules come from just like the two writers meeting with their editor and their editor being like, wait a minute, what about this? And they're like, Oh, okay. Well, there's actually another rule that uh, says we, we okay. can do that. Let me amend this. I th- a lot of the rules really seem like they had a meeting with their editor and they needed to tighten some things up. Yeah. Um, and this is definitely, I think, one of them. But also it does make a lot of sense, right? Oh, yeah. No, I mean, it made it made a lot of sense when I saw that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, a thing that I think kind of took me out of it a little bit, and maybe this is with a thing just with like difference in storytelling, is his dialogue is so like matter of fact and like, this is exactly what I'm thinking that it, it kind of like, I don't know. There wasn't really much nuance and I get that he's like talking to either himself or like thinking to himself, but it kind of just seemed very like, Oh yep. That is like, like he thinks exactly what he says and that's all there is to it. Yeah. There's no real like flourish or anything to his dialogue. No, uh, that, I, that might be just part of his character, but also I feel like there is a lot of, I think it also might have to do with some differences in like storytelling and writing where I feel like a lot of anime that I've watched sometimes lacks in like subtlety or nuance, Mm -hmm. which sometimes I really like because I have pretty poor reading comprehension. And so it helps me just like, oh, okay, I know what's going on. Mm -hmm. Um, because when things start to get like, I don't know, because I think that's part of my problem with watching just like kind of, like some TV shows or movies 
Is that like, I just, I can't keep up. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what mm. these people are thinking because they're being too subtle about it. But then when someone just tells me, I'm like, all right, I'm on board. I'm going to kill this guy. I understand. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but I did actually write that down as what's on my notes. It's like, wow, this is like, there's not a lot of subtlety here. You really know what <laughs> exactly what is going on here. Mm-hmm. Um, Which I guess is probably good for me with this being my first foray into this mm-hmm. genre at all. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, he like decides, okay, I'm going to might as well be a criminal, writes down the guy's name in the book. He waits the 40 seconds because uh, I think also one of the rules that he reads is you can specify the way that the person dies um, within 40 seconds or something. If you don't, they'll just die of a heart attack. Mm-hmm. Um, so he just does it. He waits 40 seconds and is like, all right, this must just be a prank. Um, and then on the news, they're just like, hold on, we just got an update. The person just collapsed. And he's just like, what? Uh, and then he figures out that uh, no joke. Ain't. No Ain't no joke. joke. This thing is real. Which, so part, part again of like the three episode rule kind of thing is that a lot of newer anime sometimes has really bad pacing. Mm-hmm. And so an event like this where it's like, okay, the show is called Death Note. You've read the synopsis. It's about a book where if you write someone's name in it, they'll die. But then you don't see that thing happen for like five episodes. And it's like, what? I'm... I'm here for the thing. Just show me the thing. Mm-hmm. And so I really like that this first episode teaches you the rules and then shows it to you. And then more importantly, shows it to you again. Yeah, that's true. And I, I appreciated that. Yeah, like, it's I like definitely... you you really get like, you really get a sense of like, okay, I'm like, I'm in the action now, right? There's no, there's not a lot of buildup and it doesn't really need that much buildup because the premise is pretty straightforward, right? Mm-hmm. I think- I think if the character was different and like a shy, meek kind of person, it would probably take five episodes to get there. But because, you know, you just kind of have like a self-righteous individual as the main character, you, you just get right to it. He goes right to it. Yeah. I guess I just, I uh, I would have liked it if he had had like another dimension, like if he had had some charisma with anybody else. Mm-hmm. Which I guess, I mean... Uh, yeah. His character is meant to not. So otherwise he wouldn't be the way that he is. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to fix that. I'm not really a story writer. I'm, I'm a not a story either. watcher. Me too. And sometimes I need it to be ham-fisted so I can understand it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like he, so he kills a guy and then later he's like, all right, let's test this again just to make sure. And then he goes and he kills another guy. Yeah. Which also just before that, there is a uh, nerd who gets bullied out of twenty dollars. Oh, and yeah. that nerd was the most nerdiest nerd that I've ever. Uh-huh. Like, and he also has a, <laughs> he he's just like throws a tantrum when his mom isn't there to I pick know, him I, up. I was like, oh, they're like kind of showing like that this nerd is getting like picked on, and this guy like might help him out. And then of course they're just like, actually, the nerd is a total wuss, and he deserved to have his twenty dollars. Yeah, I was like, oh, also this nerd sucks. My mom isn't here to pick me up immediately. Damn this woman. Damn woman. <laughs> this is so weird because I don't think you ever see that guy again. So it's kind it of weird, weird that they gave him that little bit of like, hey, we'll give you a little bit of insight into who this guy is. Well, and then the girls were talking about like, hey, we're going to have a speed dating thing at my house. Which- oh, actually, you know, I think the point of that, because like one of Light's lines after that is just like, I fucking hate everyone. <laughs> Like, well, these people suck. This fucking nerd sucks. I was just confused about, like, like the bullies were like, we're going to go to the arcade. 
And then the girls are doing speed dating. I just, I was like, wait, how old is everybody? Like, are they in middle school? Are they in high school? Are they like 30? They're all in high school. Okay. It was just all over the place in that one kind scene. Kind of, yeah. And I was like, this could just be a Japanese difference and... I just didn't know what was going on. Yeah, well, probably. I mean, the girls were outside of, like, the cram school, so I imagine that they would be in the cram school, too. Probably. I just I just don't know any high schooler who's, like, speed dating. I don't speed either. Speed dating. So who knows? Well, that's actually really interesting that, um, that you mentioned that. Because you want to go speed dating with me? Yeah. Okay. Let's go speed dating. Great. Um, the subtitles for that scene say, the girls say like, hey, I'm going to go to a party with a bunch of guys. Do you want to come? Oh, that makes way more sense. Yeah. Than speed dating. So I think it's like, which is weird because like, that's not something that you need to localize. If they really did say like, I want to go to a party with, then there's going to be a bunch of guys there. Do you want to come? I don't know why you need to like- American audiences will be like, what? A party with guys? I don't get it. Boy, girl party. But you know what they will understand? (laughs) Speed dating. (laughs) I don't know. Okay, well, 2006 was a different time. Yeah, I mean, maybe that was the rage in high school. I guess I don't know. I don't know either. But yeah, so he goes to a convenience store. He sees uh, a biker guy assault a woman. Yeah, in broad, like seemingly broad daylight. Like, what is it, like five o'clock? Yeah, it's evening. It's like mid evening. It's probably like like six or seven. Right in front of the store. Right in front of a terrifying city if this sort of shit just happens. I know, right? It's like, I don't know. There weren't a lot of people around. I, I, yeah. It just seemed very odd that, like, one, he would be brave enough to do that, and two, that there's no one else around that would have, like, tried to stop it or something. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess he was around to stop it. Right. So, like, he writes his name down in there. One of the th- one of the other rules about the the death note is that you uh, you can specify a means of death within like six minutes and 40 seconds of writing the person's name, write some details. Mm-hmm. So he writes his name down in an, says he'll die in an accident. And uh biker guy gets on his bike and gets hit by a truck. It is kind of funny that he's, yeah, that it, that's all he specifies, right? He's, Cause he specifies like die in an accident, right? Mm-hmm. Which is such it's a pretty vague, vague detail to put in there. Yeah. I guess that kind of shows you like you can be as specific as you want. Right. An accident really could have meant, Anything. Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah. But I think it is really important. I, I, I think it's important that they show you, like, the action happens twice in the episode. I think that's important. Yeah. That, I mean, yeah, that is good. Especially knowing now that a lot of anime doesn't do that. Yeah, a lot of newer ones. So, like I said, the ones that I kind of specifically picked are ones that are like, okay, you get the idea of the show, like, right away. So, yeah. And then he's just like, all right. This shit works. And then he just kills so many people after that. Mm-hmm. He just runs through just, I don't know, like a hundred people, it seems like. Yeah, I was very surprised. And I guess they they kind of like gloss over it at first in the I think it's the second episode, right? Where like the the death god like sees like he comes in and sees how many names he's like, oh shit, dude. You're down a ton of names. Yeah, and for and for a second I thought like he, there had just already been a ton of names in the notebook and so I was I was confused until he kind of explained himself. Um which at this point I really started to like I guess roll my eyes at this character cuz mostly cuz of his like teen, you know, like concrete morality, mm-hmm. which was so annoying. <laughs> yeah. I can definitely see that. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, that's pretty much the first episode. You learn the rules, you see it work. There you go. A nice, uh, I think it's a very good first episode. Like, like having to watch three episodes aside, I think the first episode does a pretty good job at selling the show. Mm. I, I think, and I did, I did watch two more episodes, but if I had only watched the first episode, I wouldn't have, I would not have been interested in watching anymore. Mm, Okay. Stopped right there. Interesting. All right. Any other thoughts on episode one or do you want to move on? I'm ready to move on to number two. All right. So episode two, I watched dubbed. I watched it in English. Just okay. like I should like, you know, I'll, I'll try and get, I'll get some, some contrast here. And like I said, honestly, I don't think the voice acting is all that bad. I think it kind of mat- it, it, it matches the tone of the show as well. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I don't have any issues with the way that it was dubbed because sometimes dubs are bad. And it's just like, this is a completely different TV show. And like, kind of like the earlier example, like the dialogue is just completely different and changes the tone of some scenes. And it's like, I don't understand. Yeah. Which I get translation sometimes drastically changing stuff. Um, but sometimes, yeah, it does seem sometimes like with the speed dating and party example, like, well, I don't know why you would change that to make it because that is very different. So different. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's weird. The bulk of episode two is just like it, it widens the scope of the show. Right. Mm-hmm. So like Which I, I liked this a lot more when it widened. Oh yeah, definitely. So the bulk of episode two is that like Interpol gets involved. Is Interpol a real thing, by the way? Pretty sure it is. Okay. I'm pretty sure <laughs> I'm basing that kind of just on the fact that it's in, it's, it's in so many Panther TV shows. and also this, and I feel like there would be no crossover. I know, right? And I feel like I've seen I mean, I guess the concept of international police is not original, but like Well, there there's an international criminal court. For hmm. sure. So there has to be a police to bring people to that. I guess. I don't know. Although I don't think the United States recognizes the International Criminal Court solely because uh, I think allegedly a lot of U.S. presidents would be uh, <laughs> under, convicted under it. Convicted to under war crimes. Mm, yep. Probably. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so this episode focuses on is like, okay, hey guys, a bunch of people all died at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's like, guys, this is a murder. It's like, we have no physical evidence to say this is murder, so let's just push it under the rug. Which this, honestly, like this setup, if I had not seen the first episode of this, this would be a very like X-Files type setup, like premise. Like there are, mm. there were like 50 criminals who all died of a heart attack, like at the same exact time, like oh, trying to figure out like what's going on. Interesting. So and- would you have preferred it if... Episode two was actually first. I think so, honestly, because I, I guess, and maybe it's just because I'm used to that kind of setup, but I would prefer like a big inciting event mm. or inciting incident and then not knowing anything and being like, whoa, how did that happen? Interesting. Going back, I guess, in media res, as they call it in the business. Is that what that means? Yeah, like where you just start in the middle of action and then you go back and oh. figure out how it got to that point. All right. I, I prefer that, I think, um, but- and I think that would have drawn me in a lot more to be like, ooh, how's this happening? Because that's kind of spooky. Yeah. Um, but also it's the kind of thing like in X-Files where it's like, it sounds spooky, but also there could somehow be a plausible explanation, but let's figure it out. Mm, okay. Interesting. Um, during this sequence is also when we are introduced to, I would say, the other main character of the show, which is Elle. Mm-hmm. Um, Who at first, 
oh, just a stupid, stupid sounding thing to me, where it's just a mystery man who solves all the world's greatest crimes. Uh, it's- and nobody knows who he is. Also, there's a mysterious guy who nobody can see his face who does know who he is, but nobody knows who that guy is either. Mm-hmm. Like, how do they find- his- how do they meet this guy? What? I know, right? Like, <sighs> sounds like a, something a little kid would make up. The way that they introduced him is, it really does sound very lame, right? It, it does <laughs> sound- for lame. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you want to hear a fun fact? Yes. In 10th grade, I was Ella for Halloween at school. Really? Yeah. Did, were you a, just a, like dressed like a laptop? Yeah. <laughs> did people think you were the laptop from Strong Bad Emails? Yeah, they did. Yeah. So, yeah, so you learn about Elle, a super, like a super detective- um, solves all the world's unsolved mysteries, which again is a cool thing. That sounds cool when you're a teen. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I, <laughs> I, I mean, the first time I watched is like that's that's honestly kind of fucking cool. The when I and then I read it, and then just reading this, like hearing it now again, it's just like ah, just like there has to be a better way to describe him. They could have just said he's he's. Good at solving mysteries and has solved a lot, but they really just—they like, really want to let you know that he, he solved every mystery in the mm-hmm. world. Yeah, I mean, in the same way that like you have to know that Light is the top of his class. He's incredibly smart. No one is smarter than him. You have to know the exact same thing about L. Yeah. Um, because I I don't I mean you kind of get the idea. Uh, the show is basically about. The show is a cat and mouse chase between these two people. Mm-hmm. So I I think it makes sense to like kind of mirror him in the same way of just like, okay, if you're going to build him up, you have to build up the other guy too. Right. But also at the same time, like that's the, if those two things are still absolutely true, it's like one person has solved every mystery in the world. The other person is a guy who's good in school. <laughs> Like that's, uh-huh. those aren't anywhere near each other. They really aren't. Um, <laughs> like one is a big nerd. The other one is like done a lot of really cool things and also has managed to hide himself from everybody. Yeah. No one knows who he is except for <laughs> one guy <laughs> and they probably don't even know each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that, that's, that was kind of the thing that I was thinking about. Like again, subsequent watch through, I'm thinking this is not a fair matchup. It never occurred to me when I was reading it or when I watched it the first time, because I was kind of sold already, right? Mm-hmm. I was already sold on the idea that Light, despite him being a high schooler, is like a prodigy. And he's incredibly like smart and inventive, good at problem solving, um, that whole kind of thing, right? I was already s- sold. But watching it again and just like, I don't know, there's <laughs> there's no way. It's like, let's say like, oh, like, like L is like, the greatest artist in the world, and he's made like so many great paintings and so many like great murals and stuff. Meanwhile, Light is the best artist in his school. <laughs> yeah. like, wait, what? Those two shouldn't be going against each other in a competition. Like, right? clearly, one is going to be better than the other. It's like good for you for being the best in your school, but that's, I mean, you still got a long way to go. And I wonder if part of that is is trying to build up Light as like an underdog. Yeah, it's, sure, sure. You know, because yeah. they. At the very least, like, because they introduce him first and he's, like, the initial main character, and because it's for, like, an, a teenage audience who can probably sympathize with him, you know, they're building up, they're building him up to be a protagonist, like a hero, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, 
oh, he's got to go against the smartest detective in the world. Uh, I, I don't know how he's going to do it, but I hope he wins. Maybe they're kind of like trying to build up that kind of thing. Yeah. You know, but yeah, when you're wa- when you're when you're watching this, when you're much older or, you know, for the second time, it doesn't really hold as much water. No. <laughs> it's, a, it's a little bit goofier, which see, and I feel like if there was a little bit more like tongue in cheek or like some more jokes, I would be able to look past it a little bit more. But it just takes itself so seriously. It, this show does take itself very seriously. Which it, I just those two are just constantly at odds with me. Like the the ridiculousness of the some of the premise, and then also the how serious it is. Mm-hmm. Which I think if it if it lightened up in any way, I'd probably be like, oh yeah. I mean, now I can look past it. Mm-hmm. But maybe it does. I don't know. I don't remember if it does. So. Hmm. Oh. What's also really important in this first episode is that we start we start to see. The beginnings of like like the the cat and mouse kind of game, right? Mm-hmm. So like Ella's already like involved himself in this whole case about like where did these murders come from? He's already thought like, no, this is definitely murder. <laughs> like this is all de- like this is no and this is in no way a coincidence. Like it's deliberate. Um, and so he's like, all right, I need the help of the Japanese police for a reason I will mention later. So just help me. And so he goes through just like, so so he starts off his plan, which involves broadcasting himself a worldwide broadcast uh, as just like a a provocation to the person that is committing these murders. Mm -hmm. So like Light is at home, he's watching TV, and then like, like, we interrupt blah, 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 special broadcast. And it's like, a man shows up, on on the television, he's like, my name is Lind L. Taylor, and I'm coming for you. Uh, provocation, of course, works because I think it's very easy to provoke a 16-year-old boy. Who has a murder book. Who has a, who has a murder book and uh, wants to be God. Yeah. <laughs> who that, has a God complex. Boy, that last sentence in that first episode really like. <laughs> I will be God. I know that. I, I was like, oh, shit. So this guy is not like a, bl- not like a gray character. He is no, he's a, a nut job. Yeah, he's total wacko. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, kind of going back to that, completely just took that at face value when I first watched. It's like, all right, I get it. That's fine. If you have a murder notebook, you should be God. Yeah, I totally get it. But now I'm just like, what a fucking stupid line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what a dumb thing to say. Uh, so yeah, he makes this whole broadcast, does his whole thing, provokes him. He's like, I'll fucking show you. Well, and, and in the meantime, too, like the, I forget his name, but the the death god, like is oh, yeah, know, hanging out in his bedroom. Mm-hmm. Which is kind oh, yeah, of funny. we should mention that he meets him. Yeah, he meets uh, he meets the the death god that dropped the notebook mm-hmm. from his world uh, onto ours. He drops it and he's just like, "Hey, you wrote a lot of names in that. That's it. That's funny. That was mine. These apples are tasty. <laughs> I know. I I liked that he was eating. I wish he had eaten more in the second and third episode. I think it ends up being a recurring theme. Yeah. He's usually shown with like an apple because he just likes eating them. In the intro sequence, they definitely showcase apples a lot. Mm -hmm. I noticed that. I'm sure there's some kind of, again, ham-fisted metaphor with it, but it also might just be he just likes them. It's kind of funny. I thought it was funny, and I wish he had eaten it in the second or third. The thing that I thought was really funny that I didn't notice the first time I watched it was that after you see him eat the first one, there's like a couple like cuts for dialogue, 
and it cuts back to light on his desk, and the entire basket is empty. <laughs> like, he ate all, like, six apples that were in that basket. That dude's going to have some bad poops later. Shouldn't eat that many apples. Uh, he'll probably be fine. Okay. He'll write poop in his death note and it'll all go away. <laughs> and all poop dies? <laughs> yeah. Mr. Hanky from South Park? <laughs> he's fucking dead. No, he's going <laughs> to have a heart attack. <laughs> Fuck you, death note. <laughs> um, you kid, Mr. Hanky, you bastard. <laughs> I can't believe we came back to that. <laughs> I'm pretty happy that we did. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so L, L sets up this whole trap. Um, he like broadcasts himself. Light's like, fuck you. I'm going to write my name. I'll write your name. I'm going to write mine. I'm going to write my name in my own book. No, he writes Lind L. Taylor in the book. It really threw me off how many like scratches you hear for how many strokes Lind L. Taylor is. I know, Did you he notice writes that? It, like across the page. He was too. so upset. He it's just like, like <laughs> big, he wrote it like, <laughs> You know, like, uh, whenever you imagine, like, a caveman writing and they just kind of hold, you know, like, you hold a pencil in your hand with your whole fist. Mm-hmm. It looks like he wrote it like that, like, yeah. very big, kind of sloppy across the whole page. Um, I don't know if you noticed that, just, like, how many strokes it took him to write that. To way too many. I didn't notice the strokes, but I did notice how much of the page it took up. Uh-huh. Uh, so he writes it, and then the man on TVL collapses, and he's just he gets carried off screen. I'm honestly surprised that, like, they somehow cleared that with, like, Japanese FCC. It's like, hey, we're going to do this broadcast and someone will die on screen. Unless I'm totally wrong. Unless I'm wrong. But we have to be prepared for the idea that someone will die on television. That's true. That is and a, they, like, a weird thing to do. You know, Also to tell this guy, like, all right. So you just got arrested, right? And they're like, yeah. It's like, and you're going to be executed like today, right? And he's like, I guess so. Sure. Okay. You're going to pretend to be me. What? And uh, you're going to go on TV and talk to this kid and say all this stuff. Okay. Cool. I will, I guess. And meanwhile, the cops, like, if he asks any questions, they're like, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> uh-huh. This guy named L told me to do it to you. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah. So. The man that's on TV falls, he gets carried off screen, and then it like cuts to L's gothic letter L, and it's just like, ha fucker, I got you. In in the like original uh, manga or the original anime, is the L still an L? Yes. Okay, so it's not like a Japanese character. Nope, it's not a translation or anything, it's just the letter L, and it's always in like that gothic kind okay. of scripty looking kind of kind of font. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he comes on screen through like a little voice changer and he's like, ha ha, sucker, I got you. Um, and this is where I think, and I think this part, again, I think really, really nicely sets up the kind of like back and forth that will be present throughout, I would say most, like the majority of the rest of this series mm-hmm. is going to be just like, okay, this person does this thing I'm going to think about how to like counteract that. And then it, it's just this back and forth. So the idea is that um, L, through his research and his deductions, uh, has pretty much lied about the whole thing. So it was not a worldwide broadcast. 
mm-hmm. um, that, like he said it was. And that person on screen, as we have alluded to, was a criminal that was supposed to be executed that day. Which, honestly, this whole scene does make me feel, it felt really good just to see this dumb Fucking kid get outsmarted. Yeah, his ego just deflated yeah. so bad, so quick. Uh-huh. It was very good. He's just like, I know, I can do this. Oh, fuck. And he's oh, like, fuck. Oh, fuck. oh, fuck, fuck, what? Oh, oh shit. fuck. Yeah, it, honestly, watching it again, it, I also felt like, yeah, that's right. Get over yourself, White. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you dumb little shit. He got it, he got, he just got too arrogant. Um, so yeah, it was not a worldwide broadcast. L reveals that it wasn't even a countrywide broadcast. Right? No, it was one part of Japan, <laughs> which like, is very funny. I know it's like judging off of like where these killings have happened. I'm just going to take a wild stab and say that it's the Kansai region of Japan, which is like, I think that's around, uh, that's like the Western side. So that's like around, uh, oh, I don't, I don't know my geography that well. I think that's like around Hiroshima. I think that's like the Kansai area. So it's like, it's not even, it's not the whole world. It's not even all Japan. It's one specific region of Japan. Um, so he learns where this person is. And he also learns like, okay. He also provokes him like, all right, that wasn't me. This is me. So fucking kill me. Mm-hmm. And he can't. So he learns, oh, like he, or he like starts to think, okay, he can't kill me because he probably needs my name and he probably needs to see my face. It's like he's already learning like, okay, I'm learning a lot about this guy. Um, I feel like there's other th- there's one other big thing that I'm missing. I don't think so. I mean, the the death god is kind of just heckling light the whole time. Oh, yeah, that too. Uh, which is funny. Uh, I don't remember any other. Okay, that might have just been it. But I feel like there was one other thing. Oh, the other thing was that he like he learns like, oh, okay, cool. So you can kill. Wherever, like, there's like, there and, are and no. Soon he learns that he's a student too, right? Because uh-huh. like, yeah, like we learn that in the next episode. Which that part, well, I guess I can wait till then. Yeah, to talk. Yeah, so we, so like, all, like I, I don't know. I also feel the same. Where it's like, you know, you just kind of feel like a big fuck you to light. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, yeah, that's right. He learned all of these really important things you're trying to keep hidden. Which I, I was very surprised that that happened so quickly, like in the mm-hmm. second episode. Yeah, again, like I think very good pacing at the beginning that just like really gets you just right into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that was the bulk of the second episode. Yeah. This this one I definitely felt more more intrigued than the first the one. The first one. Yeah, like I felt like there was more going on and I was like, oh, this it's not going to be just about this one annoying kid. No. There's going to be a little bit more to it. Is this the end or is that the next episode where you find out that his dad is also the... I think that's the next episode. Okay. Yeah, because all throughout this, like, you kind of get... And I, you kind of, like, meet, uh, like, another main character who is, like, the head of the Japanese police department. Um, or at a least... Great mustache. Very great mustache. Um, or at least, like, this... He's, like, the commissioner for the city that they're in or something. He's, he's a high-ranking... He's a high enough-ranking police officer that he is in an Interpol meeting. Mm-hmm. So there's they're like representing Japan supposedly, um, so there is that. Uh, so yeah, so the third episode, uh, I don't really know like how to summarize the third. Like it, it, it just kind of like continues this thread, right? Of just like yeah, kind of like a back and forth kind of thing. Um, so you do pretty quickly learn that like you learn that L sits on the floor in front of a desktop computer. Mm-hmm. He sits seems on the floor, so uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, 
You will also learn in later episodes that much like Light, L is also a little freak. Yeah, I mm-hmm. believe that. Mm-hmm. Okay, I never mind. At, I, at the end, I have predictions that I want to make. Okay, sure. Um, but I we can get to that later. Right on. Uh, so yeah, very early on in the episode, you learn uh, that the police commissioner is Light's dad. Um, cause like, like him and hack into his files. Yeah. Him and him and Ryu kind of have like a conversation. It's like, I know I like, I have a way to be one step ahead of everything. And it like cuts to like, welcome home, which I thought it was worth that. He rang his own doorbell. Did he forget his keys? Yeah, that was, I, I honestly, I didn't think it was that weird that he rang the doorbell, but that I didn't is notice so that weird. Did, also like, the fact that he hasn't been home at all until now. That's true. I mean, he, which I get that he's busy, but does he literally not come home at all during the week i think it might have been just like because like he had like this whole interpol thing kind of just like spring up i think it was just like the last few days were probably really busy that he couldn't come home and this is like the first chance that he had to like kind of like okay i think i can come home now yeah but why would he ring the doorbell that's a great question i don't know that's like the that's like i wrote i only wrote a couple things down for this episode and that was one of them (laughs) like why did he ring his own doorbell very weird. That is very weird. I feel like even if you forget your key to your house, I mean, knock, call, and be like, hey, I forgot the key, just so you Can know. Can you let me in? The door, yeah. Yeah, like, they have to have cell phones. Yeah. It's just 2006 weirdly three. impersonal to do the doorbell. It's very strange. I don't understand it, but whatever. It's a minor detail that just really bugged me for some reason. I mean, it's a weird thing to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Uh, oh, was it this episode or last episode where we learn about uh, the way that Light hides the Death Note in his room? Oh, I, I think it was the third one, I feel like. Okay, so in this episode, like, Light starts to catch on that, like, okay, I don't maybe think— Maybe it's the, the one before, I don't know. I don't know. But at some point, Light learns, like, okay, I can't be as anonymous as I thought. Like, he knew he knew that he got got. Mm-hmm. Right? So he's like, he's taking precautions now. So he's like, all right, I need a way to hide this thing. Because Death God tells him, like, by the way, if anybody else touches that notebook, they'll they'll see see me. me." He's like, what the fuck? Right when his little sister, like, walks in the room Mm -hmm. and is like, I'm going to touch all your stuff. She Mm -hmm. doesn't really. She just just wants help help with quadratic formulas. Yeah, with my homework. Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh, I don't touch my death note. (laughs) So he, he creates this elaborate ruse. Not ruse, but just like elaborate contraption of hiding. Wait, sorry. I just one more thing. Oh yeah, go ahead. It's such a like a teenage older brother thing to be like, of course my little sister is gonna touch my cool stuff. Be like, don't touch my death note. And she's like, I wasn't going to. I don't know what that is. Yeah. It's like, sorry, no, don't, don't even look at it. It's like uh, she's it's like, like, oh, okay, very. That's I, fine. <laughs> I noticed that too. He like kind of like suspiciously stood in front of the drawer mm-hmm. when he was like helping her with her homework. It, it's not like. Helping with homework, she's not going to be like, is your calculator in here? Is it this book right here? <laughs> like, she was just literally going to go sit down and put her book on top of it. Yeah. No, I I, I agree. <laughs> I agree. It's like, whatever. So um, definitely don't look in that drawer. Do not look in that drawer. My diary is in there. I thought, okay, so I guess we'll probably get to this. Like, when he makes, like, the like the little hideout spot for the death note notebook. And like, it shows him in like that abandoned warehouse, like with chemicals and stuff. And then it goes back to his desk and he like opens the drawer and there's a diary in there. I really thought he had just somehow like dyed the death notebook Brown and written diary (laughs) on it. And I was like, 
So you're you're betting on people not opening this because it says diary? <laughs> I really thought that's what his plan was. He's like, nobody would ever open my diary. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny. But I, I was both disappointed and... Uh, a little relieved to learn that that was not his only plan. <laughs> yeah. I also almost said not disappointed, and but also not appointed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, his plan instead uh, was to just burn his house down <laughs> if anyone ever finds it. That's what I thought, too. I was like, what the fuck, dude? You're just going to burn the whole house down? Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's, I and mean, he says he admits to it, too. I'd He's rather... Like, I'd rather burn my house down than be arrested. Mm-hmm. Um, so his plan is... Which we can all relate to. We've all thought of it every now and then. Mm-hmm. Uh, so his plan is to build a false bottom into the drawer of his desk. So that if you open the drawer, you'll just see the aforementioned brown diary. And it's like, oh, well, I guess he was trying to hide his diary, which... He never mentioned it, but does he plan to also fill that out every day as just like a contingency? I think he should. Then it would make more sense when he's like thinking things. I know, right? Not only that, but just like, that's weird. He kept a blank diary in here. It's like, that's not suspicious at all. Yeah. So instead, so it, so the false bottom is where he keeps his death note. And his false bo- the false bottom is rigged with an explosive. So the idea is he has to take apart a ballpoint pen and take the plastic ink cartridge and slide it through a hole in the bottom of the drawer. When he slides it through, it pushes through two metal conductors that prevent them from creating a circuit. Uh, And that way he can just lift up the bottom of the desk, pull out the note, and kill who he needs to. Mm -hmm. If someone forces it open, um, a little rubber stopper that automatically keeps the circuit from completing is removed, and electricity runs through wires and just blows up a gasoline pack in his drawer. And his Super exu- genius. And his excuse is that, well, if someone does find out, I'll just say that was my real diary. Yeah, that is insane. Like, I would rather burn my house than somebody read my diary. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, total bonkers move. Mm-hmm. Which, Which this kid is bonkers. He is bonkers. He's a very unhinged teenager. Mm-hmm. Which, again... When I read this as a teenager, that made total sense to me. There there are a lot of uh, school shooter vibes in this. Like, I don't know if that was the intent or what, but definitely like from the very get-go, I was like, oh, if this kid had a handgun, he would just use that for sure. You think? I don't think he would. There, I don't know. I think he maybe- I think he's, he's only doing this because it's conspic- it's unconspicuous. Uh, I Yeah, I guess so. I don't, he wouldn't just shoot somebody because then- I don't know. But he's doing it because no one knows who it is. That's what I think. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Just the way he's like looking at all like the bullies and stuff like when he's like, I could try to kill them. Yeah. I could kill Mm -hmm. that guy. No, I shouldn't kill people around me. Yeah. Yeah. Very Um, close to it anyway, mm -hmm. I guess. Yeah. So with that, uh, the Els investigation continues and he like, he's asking the Japanese police for just like a bunch of research on on like just like all the killings that have happened and he's like making more deductions. He's noticed that like there's a pattern with like when everyone is killed. He's noticing like most people are killed between these hours on these days, but on these days, it kind of happens throughout the day. Mm -hmm. And so his first assumption is that it's a student, which I understand is just like, I think a very quick way to like, oh damn, Ella's smart. 
But watching it, I'm just like, that could also just be anyone that has a job. That's what I thought. I was like, it's just, what about a nine to five job? Yeah, anyone that has a job also is going to- he specifically says like, it occurs after the hours, eight and four. Yeah, it's like 6 p.m. to six, or like 2 a.m. or when when they happen. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well- most people you're pretty much are, ruling out bartenders at that point. You really are. You're working. You're ruling out night workers. Yeah. Anyone that works after six p.m. So I don't know. I I understand why that was his first de- like first deduction, but it's just like no. You I think you should have also like you are also working during like you're probably free when all these things. It could be you. Uh huh. I don't know. I feel like that was just, uh, I don't know. It'd be funny if he was like, what if it's me? Just one. I'm Death Note. Just one line of dialogue would have fixed this whole thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but he thinks like, okay, this is probably a student. Um, and it makes more sense when he's like, so we're dealing with somebody who like has a very underdeveloped sense yes, of Yes, he justice. really does point out just like, El's a fucking freak. Like he's just like a or lights a freak. Yeah. Right. He's like he's an unhinged god complex teenager. Which at this point, this is very much like more like uh like serial killer drama where they're like doing like a little profile. Like this part I was like, okay, yeah, now I'm kind of like into this. Like this is making more sense. Like they're like, oh yeah, we kind of understand, you know, like you can understand psychology about this, this, and this, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> so they kind of like uh they they amass all of this information. L makes this like theory about it, and all of this information gets logged onto like the police's security or like the police's database, mm-hmm. which L just can hack into his father's computer. You mean light or light? I, I I don't know why I'm getting them messed up. I mean the same letter, but but yeah. So light I guess can just hack into his father's computer and access all these files. Yeah, it's just so easily. And then, like, at one point, he, like, is about to type in a password, password, and he doesn't even, like, think about it. He just types it in. Yeah. As if hacking is just, like, my dad's password is uh, fireturd82. Yeah. But, which I guess I know my parents' passwords pretty much anything. So maybe well, that's the same situation. May- maybe. Or it also could just be that, you know, this was 2003. His dad looks like he's in his 50s. He's probably not that good at computers. Mm-hmm. He probably set that up himself for his own just like curiosity, you know, before anything like, I'm just curious what the police are up to. So I'm just going to make my own login or just like figure out a way to like remote into his computer from my own. Yeah. That seems pretty plausible to me that like he figured out a, like that was done prior to. Because um, I mean, the, the dialogue infers that. He's done this before. Right. And I guess, I don't know, a thing that kind of confuses me about Light is like, they just kind of keep saying he's a super genius, but the only time we really see him do anything super smart is when, A, when he constructs that like, you know, Death Note burn trap. Mm -hmm. And also when his teacher is like, can you translate this sentence? And he translates it very well. Mm -hmm. Those are really the only things that he does besides the... Like, people telling us like you are the top in your class i am the top in my class <laughs> he did get perfect test scores right but that's again just his mom being like wow, wow top of your class you got the top of your yeah. class that's true but other than that i mean and i guess the hacking is kind of yeah a lot of it is them just telling us he's smart yeah that is I true like. he doesn't he hasn't done a lot of showing there's a lot of telling yeah uh 
yeah, so after all of like the police stuff kind of probably gets logged away, he's like, all right, I'm going to check in and see what they've got. Oh, shit. They think it's a student. And he just, I think he has like a little more, another like little panic moment. It was like, fuck, <laughs> I got to <laughs> figure this out. So then he goes on to just like, he goes on to schedule everything, right? Because with the death note, you can, you can be as specific as you want. So he just like writes down names and times of when all these events, like when all these people will die. Mm-hmm. So like, which this leads to my favorite part where after he writes all the names down, he's like in his chair panting oh, yeah. as <laughs> if so writing tired. like a paragraph is like the most exhausting thing in the world. That was very funny to me. Mm-hmm. You can see how he, he's exhausted from his God work. Yeah. Well, I don't like just like thinking of ways for people to die. Like, I mean, sure, that could be like maybe mentally taxing, but I don't think you would be like, <sighs> I did it. Because <sighs> they say it's like, what, 23 people? I think it was 40, because there's 23 and another 23, right? right. I think. I guess so. Even, so I think either, either way. He did, he scheduled things in the most rigid way. It was one every hour. Yeah. Instead of random. I like, again, this is, this is very much a moment where we, you don't show that he is all that smart Mm -hmm. because like the, we know the internet's a thing. I'm sure there was some basic website of like random time generator (laughs) and he should have just used that. Well, so speaking of the internet. They, L goes through like all this painstaking trouble to be like, whose name was available at what time and when, like, was it all publicly, like public knowledge, like their faces and their names? Isn't for the criminals, for the criminals. Don't you think they could have, if they're doing all that and like they have access to like literally every police database in the world, like, why don't we look up, uh, what houses looked up criminals, like all these criminals on the same night? Like, isn't that theoretically possible? Be like this person was visiting all these Wikipedia pages of famous criminals this whole time. There's probably not that many people doing that all on the same night. Did we... Don't you think? Did we learn that that's how... I I assume that Light got all this information from hacking into his dad's computer. I thought he... And that, like, there's just, like, a database he can access that has criminal records on there. I thought that he was doing it from, like, either newspaper articles or just looking up who criminals are. I guess it would have to be... I don't really know. I mean, I guess it's 2006 or 2003 in this point. So you might not just be Googling these things. Yeah, as I'm not we sure. Now. But that is a good point. It's like, I'm pretty sure now you could just like figure out for like data mm-hmm. be who's like, looking up what and where. Especially if you've already localized it to a city, you know, be like, well, I'll just go through all these internet records with all these people. And mm-hmm. uh, this person kept looking up lists of criminals. So yeah. Lists maybe, of criminals with names and faces. Yeah. All in quotes. So we get the, <laughs> <laughs> the exact same stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, what happens next? Uh, well, then uh, Light, I think, finds out that like somebody's following him home. And uh, oh, right. Death God is like, hey, uh, I don't really like you. And then he's like, okay. I'm not on your side. I'm not on L's side. Mm-hmm. But, but also this is where you learn that he's going to follow him around for the rest of his life. Just watching him. Yep. Which I would have been so pissed at that point. I'd been like, what the fuck? Now, if I like want to go on a date or have sex or something like that, I gotta, you're going to be watching the whole time? He's going to be hanging out. Like that's <laughs> yeah. such a bummer. Oh, you think Light's going to have sex? 
Okay, the next time he <laughs> masturbates, fucking <laughs> that guy's going to be there being like, I can masturbate too. Or like, I can't masturbate. That's a rule for death gods. <laughs> like, because you know that guy's definitely, I mean, he's jerking off to some freaky shit. Oh, probably, course. yeah. And so, yeah, that guy's going to be like, whoa, that's freakier than what I jerk off to. And I'm a death god. <laughs> I also like that he just tells these, tells him these things just whenever he wants. That I mean, honestly, that he is my favorite part of the show. It's just that he keeps. Yeah, I like I said, he, he is. Him. He is your point of levity mm-hmm. for the entire series. Is arguably like the scariest character. Which is funny. I like that. It's that, a very it, it's yeah. kind of turned on its head. I like Definitely. that. Definitely. That part is good. He's a I think I think Ryuk is a great character. Um oh, back to what I was saying, like I I just, I just don't understand why he thought the solution to like I'm they think I'm a student. I'm going to kill one person every single hour. Yeah. I just don't understand why that was his solution. Well, doesn't L, L mention something like he did this probably to let us know that he can do this at any point at any time. And I don't think that was, I think that was a far reaching like theory. Yeah. That that was a big induction. That for, re, sure. for sure. Like I'm pretty sure Light just had a first draft idea of how to th- throw the scent off of him. Right, which yeah, I mean, uh, there yeah, there was a lot going on in that where it didn't really make a ton of sense. He should have just done random times, or even just stopped for a while. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's like like with Zodiac. I just watched Zodiac the movie pretty recently. Oh, Zodiac took took a lot of time off, mm-hmm. and it really threw detectives for a big loop. He also mentioned that, didn't he? Like, I can't stop because of like some reason. I don't remember what it was, but I remember just thinking like, no, you probably could just. Cool it for a little bit. Do you think he was jerking off when he did these? I bet he started jerking off after a while. Probably. There's probably a few pages that are stuck together. <laughs> <laughs> I Is there ever a point where the death god is like, wait, what? Why is this all sticky? Ew, what have you been doing? Where was I? Was this when I was in the bathroom? <laughs> You're a fucking pervert. God damn it, Light. <laughs> I'm going to have to take this notebook back. <laughs> I don't want to like this. There's not even a rule for this. I don't even know what to do. <laughs> fucking came on this book. It's disgusting. Yeah, you fucking came on this book, Light. <laughs> oh, I'm glad the pages are white. But yeah, so then then Light gets like followed home by a it's guy? Like a police detective. Was I supposed to recognize him? I don't think so. Okay. I think the point was just like, okay, so like I think the point was that he was being followed, and I guess you can infer that everyone related to the police is followed because L at some point realized, okay, well, no one else knew. Like, it was not public information that we thought that it was a student. Mm-hmm. That was only internal information. Therefore, this countermeasure that just happened was a direct result of our investigation. Mm-hmm. So that means whoever the killer is, is tied to the police. He just keeps like shooting his own foot. Yeah. He should like I he mentioned like I uh, he should have just taken a break. He should have. He should have just really taken a break. Solved a lot of problems. It probably would have not made it for a good story, but for him it would have should have just taken a break. Or just look up some like American criminals. That's true. For like you got you two days. I know, but I mean he uh, I get that that like the story like it has to work in confines of the story, but that's true. But I think he I think he thought like, well, I'm I'm this cornered already. What good is killing a criminal in another country? But also, if he was smart enough, he would do it in a way where it seems like there's two of them mm-hmm. or four of them, you know. 
and like kind of like find a way to orchestrate this to where, you know, it seems like more people are doing this than just him in Japan. Yeah. I don't know. I guess test scores only get you so far. Well, also like, okay, so theoretically, you can choose how people die. Mm-hmm. Couldn't you say like, all right, uh, Mark Leibompson is strangled by a different inmate in so-and-so penitentiary. Then it's like, oh yeah, that guy murdered him. Is there a rule that comes up later where it's like, you can't have other people kill them? The only rule related to that that you eventually learn is that it has to be physically possible. Yeah, so another inmate could yeah. strangle him. Yeah, but I'm saying it's, it's it's not like, I mean, if you want to like try and make things like crazy, you can't be like, this inmate flies to America <laughs> and is impaled on the Empire State because that's not physically possible. Sure. He'll, uh, it'll, it will default to heart attack. But if it's like two cellmates and he happens to know the two people, you know, then yeah, he very well could just write like, you know, this person is strangled by his cellmate. Yeah. I, mean, I That's what I would do then. It's like, oh yeah, that was a murder. Here's the murderer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cover your own tracks. I'm a with- teen genius, Josh. Man, you really are. Yeah. The only other thing of note that happens in this is we learn about- The only other thing of death note that happens. Oh, damn, is we learn about the death god eyes Mm -hmm. that all Shinigami have. Yeah, which this guy, uh, he kind of looks like Freakazoid. I meant to mention that earlier. I don't know who Freakazoid. Let me look him up. Look look up Freakazoid. He's a 90s, uh, early Saturday morning cartoon. Do you think he has any resemblance to any celebrities? He looks like a guy I went to high school with. That's scary. Yeah, I didn't like that guy. Oh, I guess he kind of looks like him a little bit. Doesn't he look like Freakazoid? He, Freakazoid kind of looks like a mix of him and Pajama Sam. Yeah, that's tr- that's very true. Uh, but yeah, the only other thing that we really learn is that uh, Shinigami have special eyes that allow them to see the person's name and remaining lifespan above their head. Which, yeah, he's kind of got Terminator eye, which I thought was kind of funny that it looked kind of red and mm-hmm. digital. Mm-hmm. I'm very curious. I've never looked this up. But I'm very curious if there is a way to, because he said, like, I can see your name and how much life you have left, Mm -hmm. but it's kind of random numbers. And he says, convert it to human time. Which is funny that numbers are the same. Yeah. And it's like the same letters, Mm -hmm. but he's got a, like, there's just an equation to figure that Uh out. So I'm wondering if, like, I'm I'm wondering, because, like, a lot of manga tend to, like, not gloss over those details. And so I'm wondering what format those numbers are in because I'm sure I'm sure if I looked it up, someone has f- figured it out. Like how long he's got, how left. long he actually has left, and I'm pretty sure that is written into the story. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I don't know. I haven't I haven't looked it up, but I'm pretty sure that is a non-random string of numbers. That makes sense. It's kind of like Star Wars in that way, where it's like. You think this is not important, but actually, actually there's pages and pages of story about this. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, Light learns that he can trade half of that remaining lifespan to get those same eyes. And then the episode ends mm-hmm. on a cliffhanger. Which, if he does, yeah, if he spends half his lifespan, it goes to uh, Death God. It does. Uh, that's how Death Gods uh, stay alive. They write a person's name in their book, and they get the remaining lifespan that they have left, or that person has left. Mm-hmm. Talk about easy living. I know. And easy dying. I don't think it's easy for them to die. Well, I guess oh. they could just wait it out. 
Oh. Uh, but yeah, those were the first three episodes of Death Note. I think they are, after rewatching it, after having seen the series and also reading most of it and watching these first three episodes for a second time, I think they are very good three episodes that really like solidify what the rest of the show entails and kind of like the tone of the show and what you can expect. Like there's not a lot of just like crazy tonality changes. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. So Paul, uh, I'm curious, uh, one, what some of the theories you have are mm-hmm. and also whether or not you would continue watching the series. All right. Well, so my theories are my, okay, I've got a couple theories and they, they're kind of different. The first theory is that it seemed like L figured out all this stuff very quickly. Like, oh, he needs to see a face and a name. I want to say that L has a death note as well, or some sort of knowledge of this for sure. Cause okay. he, he figured that out so easily. Um, second, uh, kind of different theory is that L is somehow, well, I guess it's not that different is L is somehow light from the future. And that's why he just goes by L and can also figure this stuff out. Mm, what or, a very interesting theory. Dumb, dumb theory is that L's name is uh, dark so that it's light and dark. <laughs> Fighting against each other. Wow. Another interesting theory. Mm-hmm. You want to know the results of your theories? Yes. Uh, none of them are correct. Oh, none of them are. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I think those are very good theories, though. Well. And I think... I don't know. I, I, those are, those are like very good. I don't, I, I want to say that the show is at least written well enough and entertaining enough that like you kind of build these things in your head to try and, and to kind of propel yourself to keep watching to see if like, I wonder, I wonder, am I right? Well, that's, that's a relief that that's not, it's not that cut and dry. It isn't. Um, I, I don't know if I'm going to watch this anymore because a lot of the, I don't know, a lot of just like the way it's shot, like there's so many just like pauses kind of like on, and I get that the, like part of the appeal is like that it's animated and it's well drawn mm-hmm. and it's like supposed to be interesting and fun to look at, which it, it it is, but also just for me, just like seeing so much of like, it zoomed in on one of the death God's eyes for 30 seconds. Mm. I kind of just get like, okay, I get it. Like his eyes weird looking. Like I'd rather see, sorry, my contact all of a sudden just started bothering me. Oh no. I'll try to make it through the rest of this without, uh, without looking. Yeah. (laughs) I guess Jesus Christ. I don't know what happened there. Um, oh, there we go. We're good. Uh, oh my God, Josh. What? I can see how long you have left to live. Oh shit. And I can see your name. And my name. Wait. It says your name is Josh Poo Poo Pee Pants. Oh no! Oh fuck! Cut, and you've cut, only got cut, cut. sixty nine years left to live oh, and four hundred twenty seconds. Oh, unless well. you smoke a big fat doobie with me right now. <laughs> uh, anyway, so I I don't know. The animation honestly was kind of a drawback, off, a little off putting. Yeah. Um. But that said, and I don't, I am not trying to say this because I think it's going to make you mad, but this is legitimately how I feel. I, so I watched this on Netflix Yeah, and I like, 
I don't know. Sometimes when I was done, I like paused it and then I like just happened to like look down to see like what else is recommended. Mm-hmm. And of course the Death Note like live action movie mm-hmm. like, is one of those the things. The one with Willem Dafoe as Ryuk. And that's what I fucking drew me in. I like just like clicked it or something and then I saw like cast like Willem Dafoe. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. And so I watched the trailer of it and I heard Willem Dafoe and I was like, well, fuck, I might watch this just because Willem Dafoe is in this. I didn't recognize anybody else. But I was like, well, if I could get this whole story and see Willem Dafoe, I might watch that. Honestly, I here. Okay. If you do watch it, I do want to talk about it because I am very curious about your thoughts on that. Mm-hmm. Not having seen Death Note. Okay. Have you seen this? The live yes. action one? Yes, I have seen that one. Okay. Well, don't tell me anything you think about it. Okay. I have, I have seen it. Um, and I'm very curious to see what you think about it. If you, if you do watch it, having only seen what you have of death note and not knowing anything else about the series. So if you do watch it, let me know. Oh yeah. I'll let you know. I don't know if I'm gonna, that's fine. You don't have to. Part of this is also that you are, even if, even if you do say like, yeah, I would watch it. There's a no obligation to actually do any of it. Right. Right. Yeah. That's pretty much it for this. Well, should I rate it or anything? Yeah, well, give us. Well, the rating was the rating just is, me. The rating is whether or not you would continue watching it. So it's it's a solid. Eh. Yeah, but that's uh, that's pretty much it. Thanks. I, I definitely oh. would not rule this out. Like I wouldn't. I would not be like. Yeah, you wouldn't write I'm it off. Never gonna watch this ever again. I did not hate it. I hated the character, which I guess is kind of the point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also didn't like that that one guy reminded me, reminded me of the guy I went to high school with. Mm, yep. Wow. Well, hey, there you go. That's our first installment of the three-episode rule. What'd you think, Paul, of the show? That was good. That's fun. Yeah. I'm excited. I don't know if next if I should keep doing anime next or if we should alternate. I'm thinking we should alternate. What should what should I watch, Paul? Oh fuck. I really should have thought of this. Oh, well, we can figure that out later. My Yeah, I, I want to talk about it off air a little bit. Okay. Well, thanks everyone for listening to this. Bye. Bye. Nostalgia Entertainment System, brought to you by listeners like Joe.